So welcome everyone to the Good Bad Gang podcast. It's your boy Sauce in the building. And it's LD. How you guys doing? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do with an attitude. Anyway, yeah. And we have a guest <laughs> in the house. Guess who it is? Who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's the sounds of Susan Waka. What's up? Welcome, welcome back. Everybody, I'm shy. Even if my voice is shy. <laughs> <laughs> so if, you, if you've listened to the podcast before, then you probably know who she is. If this is your first time, then this is a friend of the pod. Her name is Susan, and she's a traveler and a free spirit and a fairy. Hello. Okay. And okay. She's my fave. One of my faves. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hard to classify me on that one. I'm yeah. sad-ish. That's right. <laughs> I feel cheated on. Well, I feel cheated. Wow, one wow. of. I thought I was. Fair, okay, so. okay, okay. You're my fave. Are you happy? You're lying, Sha. I'm not lying. Liars go to hell. <laughs> Liars go to hell. I know. Last time we talked, you were on your way to get your commercial license, and yes. you know, and you, you did it right. So officially, Captain Susan. No, I'm not yet a captain, but okay. amen to that. So, so how do you become a captain? A commercial pilot. So you have to have a certain number of hours aka experience and you have to have an atpo air transport parallel license okay and yeah so what do we refer to you as just pilot just the pilot just susan just susan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have lieutenants no it's it's not like the military it's just just basic it's basically um i think and it also differs with airlines but the peak of your career would would be captain if you are one of those people who don't mind administrative jobs then probably you'd um you'd be moved up to or rather you can aspire for dfo that's um director of flight operations yes Ooh, i'm so smart i'm so smart I'm so smart <laughs> or chief pilot but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's cool. not my cup of tea i'm sure i've said this before i said it last time you were here i actually wanted to be a pilot at some point in time but my eyes are horrible so you know did you check? No, because apparently once your eyes are not like 2020, then you can't. That's not lot. true. Yeah, that was what I heard when I was here. lied. Maybe my dad just didn't want me to do it. So, and then sometimes I tell my dad, I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn how to fly a plane because mm-hmm. you know how you yeah. just do And he's like, that's a dangerous hobby. Then he told me this story about some guy, maybe a former governor or something. I can't remember. The one that crashed. Yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently flying is his hobby and he yeah. took his plane out and was flying and yeah, he crashed and he's in a coma or something. Have you taken him out of the coma? I don't even know. I, I never followed that story. Yeah, so my dad put that, 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 that fear in me. The fear of God in me. So I didn't get to be a pilot and I didn't get to learn how to fly a plane. But I think oh, yeah. I still learn though. You're doing amazing I'm stuff. Sure. And it's never too late actually. Yeah, I to mean, do it as a hobby. That eyes don't matter. Mm-hmm. you just don't you you just can't be um you have to have like well you wear glasses always have a spare and um your eyesight has i think yeah i think it's color blindness yes yeah because it's not, like actually, it's not like you're driving and you're actually looking at the sky so it's mm, like a no. happy thing right no but sight is very important because it's it's apart from like for you to land an aircraft you have to have a certain level of really sharp peripheral vision yeah to see where you're like to no to be able to judge your synchronous there's a lot of technical, technical jargons i don't want to have to spill but basically it's just you need peripheral vision you have to be not colorblind um i can't remember what what else but yeah you i can just actually, really think it'll be cool to fly my own plane. it will it will yeah, it will 
I wonder what intrigued me about the whole stuff was that you, you got to spend um, more than six months in South Africa, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was a love, travel, work no, type thing. No, but see, this is the thing. Most people think <laughs> I had to stop. Like There was like a whole period I wasn't even posting anything with travel because, man, flying would, <laughs> it would suck the energy out of you. Like, all you can do is just go fly come back you're too exhausted to go anywhere or even plan anything on the weekends or your time off you just want to sleep and rest and stuff like that so it's like mentally exhausting right now like very yes yeah, very so mentally exhausting because you have so many buttons and all that stuff yeah i'm just talking from a layman point of view. <laughs> yeah, i'm just in that big console with all sorts of you know buttons and mm. switches and all sorts of stuff but do you get like so are there any i don't know People keep celebrating like female pilots and everything. Do you mm. think there are more of them in the industry, more coming out, or do you guys think that the Actually, the industry is still still very? Um, I can't remember where I read that report, but in the whole world, I think there are only four percent of female pilots. I think was it four? Yeah, it was four percent. But I can't remember if it was in the whole world, Africa. But basically, there was a four percent. To I mean, it's pretty interesting because um, this week that just passed, I know that there was um, a female pilot that just died. Apparently, she used to fly planes during the World War mm. to drop. Oh, what are those planes called? The ones where you would drop stuff, you know, air cargo, needs, air cargo carriers. Yeah, exactly. So she she died. She was she's like the last female um, pilot to die from okay. her crew. From and it was just very interesting to see that because she's, oh. she's very old. She's like in her nine, she's like nine something or a hundred or something, which means that, you know, females have been trying to fly planes since God knows when, you know, so it was, it, it was just very nice to see that even history has a bit of female pilots, but yeah, there's always been. Do, it doesn't seem to be enough or a lot. I, do, I don't know. I guess kind of like engineering too. Yeah. I remember I used to be the only girl in my class. No, it's actually, always like a male. Yeah. It's always a male dominated area. But is there any kind of... So you know how like in the military, mm. you get like females complaining about how they're treated in the military, you know, some are disrespected. There's also cases of like sexual assaults, things like that. Is it the mm-hmm. same like in the flight industry? Well, for starters, you have to work twice as hard because That's first of all, you have a lot of people who don't think you deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that in... With my own experience like my own experience cannot invalidate the experience of others yeah, but in my course. own experience i've had very few cases of well i've had very sick have flown with very sexist um flight instructors and i'm not one to be you know pushed to the wall and stuff i'm good luckily for me i had like really great my instructor she was a, she was a woman and she was like one of my biggest supporters and when i moved to the new school my instructors were not sexist and but I've had a few experiences of, oh, you can't do this, or stuff as mundane as you've, you've had an amazing flight, and this person is supposed to sign you out for the next one, and he goes, oh, no, I'm not going to sign you out because you had lipstick on. It's not professional. And you start looking at pictures of different airline pilots with lipstick on. It's not like I have some bronze, bright yellow, but it was... Red or something. It was some really... But basically, stuff like that or that you have to work extra hard to prove yourself because you're a girl and you just have to keep up with the with the boys. Yeah. But it also makes you really like... We've noticed that in aviation, the girls are really smart. 
and that's like, good. I, I feel like we have to be twice as smart, yes. twice as bold, the girls twice are... as hardworking. It's yeah. so frustrating, but it just makes you better, I guess. But you know, enough of all the pilot stuff. Except just has something. I no, I don't, I don't want to be the guy that come in there with you know, <laughs> oh, when you're doing, doing all um, you know female empowerment and stuff. So wait, wait, please. That's, that's, <laughs> thank you, you know. because he knows he needs the, <laughs> a, a, a few notches. He needs yeah. to go down a few notches. But uh, yeah, you know. But how about South Africa? Tell us about it. Uh, what yeah, did you get? Well, let to? me let me say what I want to know. <laughs> wow. Because I follow your tweets and I, you know, and I think I was it Wolo, um Solo Wanderer or something like that. Yes. And you guys were saying something about oh, if you tell the stories of all the love you find in different cities. Um, both of you kind of, you know, subtweeted each other. No, so I'm like, hmm, I'm like, I, I need to know what's up. I need to know what's, what's going on with, you know, love and travel. But let me just start in basic level. Like, South African men, Nigerian men, what are the differences? In, t- in terms of, like, let's go in terms of approach. Like, just coming to say what's up. Like, come to holler, um, ha- come to holler at you. What, what's, a what lot of, saying? for one, a lot of Nigerian men hide behind their resources. Nigerian men or South African men? Nigerian, Nigerian men. men they, yes, they hide behind their resources. Like They are emboldened by how much they have, what they are wearing, what they drive. What, look, I'll be so for And the audience will so sue me for libel. I don't want to listen. But basically, mm-hmm. Nigerian men are emboldened by the things they have. Or rather, they would use their resources to chase after you. They're not keen on. Looky, look. I'm very scared, but <laughs> this, this, this is a, this is a no judgment safe zone. Okay, yeah? so You're in the nest. In my opinion, the biggest thing I noticed, like the biggest difference that I noticed, was that with South Africa, the women are more of the the in relationships. The women are more of the providers the women provide for their family they provide the men are not big on you know how here in nigeria wait 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 tell us south african men are bombs that, that what Look, you're telling me that's what i'm not saying i'm not saying anything i'm just it's it's in comparison to my own environment and not bringing that's how so keeps putting things into people's mouths so. wow i'm just I'm, keeps I'm putting just things I'm, into I'm, people's mouth okay Susan is just okay <laughs> <laughs> okay i thought this was pg but okay Pigeons out of the window. Yeah. Clearly. Is that <laughs> <nasty>? <laughs> I'm not the one who said yeah. like putting things in people's Carry mouths, on. but okay. Yeah, so that's like what it my the major and I have to say the South African men are also very violent. Look, no disrespect to the people I met there, but there's so many cases of domestic abuse. There's a loss of that. I think it's more than domestic abuse in Nigeria. I don't know. I, I can't really. Uh, is it? Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about it, it's more documented there than it is here. Exactly. That's a what lot of say. people will not. Well, Nigeria, you do have a point there. Reports and things like that. So sure, I don't. You know do have that. a point there. Yeah, we don't have statistics. Mm. We don't have anything. Mm. I mean, women are just starting to come out about domestic violence. Mm. Grandfathers were beating their wives. Great grandfathers were beating their wives. I, I mean, not just men beating women. Women too were. You know, I mean, because domestic violence goes both ways. So I'm not just saying, you know, but I, I'd be very surprised. But but okay, let's go back to like where we're. So so the South African man or men that hollered at you. I are, can't be are, South are, African. Uh oh. What so what so you can't I, tell me that nobody hollered at you though. And I, I never like all my years. I never. Um, <laughs> I, I'm serious. 
I never did because it's not just they're great people. I I really love the South Africans I got to meet, but you know how you and somebody like you have so many like there are not much similarities with the way you were I don't know. So, so there's a lot of cultural words. So there's a lot of cultural differences? Not really. Well, cultural, not so much. I would say rather than, it's a word for. So, like personal things, you know, we're not into the same things, pretty much. No, she's looking, not what she's looking for. She's also not looking for cultural. This is it's more along the line of cultural, I'm sure. Okay, guys. Okay, people. I just wouldn't day one. <laughs> I haven't figured out why, but I tried, but it wasn't just working. You try to so tell us about the trying experience. What happened? Anything that happened in the past is in the past. Good, good girl. Good <laughs> yeah. girl. Okay, so what happened in South Africa stays in South Africa. Yeah. Good girl. So I guess it wasn't a fulfilling relationship, or it didn't. There was no relationship it didn't start at all. Very well. It never even took off. Okay. It never even took off. So was it more about the? I guess Niger- you said Nigerian men use their resources, and was he like uh, he wanted you to pay for? When it you guys never, went out on dates and all that it stuff, never was, was took that, off. Was it never took off. It never, ever. And that's, 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 uh, <laughs> it never took off. And that's it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, what about Kenyan guys? Uh, I'm, I didn't stay long enough to be able to analyze what their men are like. Yeah. But, you know, African men are, are quite special, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's, let's expound on that. What do you mean? <laughs> I'd rather pass, but they are quite special, very special, and not the good kind of special. But so, would you rather date like a white guy or a Mexican guy or whatever? I don't know. If, if I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I would be able to. But so, even though African men are special, you still pick them. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm with one, so technically, yeah, yeah, I ended up. Okay, yeah, yeah, I just want to start oh, please. to get Oh, please, oh, please, you have been hammering on this. Men are I still think men are, no, look, I still yeah, think, oh my Susan God, this is slander. I didn't go out searching for one, it just happened. Yeah, and it's, it so the fellow we're talking about, is he a Nigerian? And did he use his resources oh to, to bag you? Oh my God. Yes, is Nigerian, and I think it's just a case of. Two. You're a bad demon, Let me guess. I was right. Our your bad brother. Look, that's Susan down. All right, let's no, go. No, no, they didn't guess me. Boyfriend is this thing. It's nothing but love. <laughs> yeah, this is a good thing. You know, we know Susan is very picky, so obviously, no, for her to have you know gone wow. down with you, you bad angel. Wow, he's yeah. an angel. Exactly, that's what the angel. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't. So tell us, how did this? How 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 did this happen? I'm not what, asking for like details, but how did but, you end but, up like? But that's quite interesting because yeah. I know you're never around. You're always traveling. <laughs> exactly. So so where did the magic happen? Or is this one of those um, friends done relationship? You no, know him for a long time. Never. Or? It's so weird. Remember when yeah, we went yeah. to the block party? Yes. He was there. Really? And yeah, we never said. said anything to each other. Did, so we didn't say hi to no, him. No, I didn't even say hi to him. His friend. Yeah. Those. I, I, I won't bring this detail, but remember there was a chick who basically his I'm friend. I'm looking through my picture. Ste- I was showing. <laughs> his friend stepped on me and said sorry. I'm like okay, and I moved away. And then I realized she came back and started trying to start a conversation. And you know how men would be lurking in the back. Yeah. Like I'm like no, nope, I'm out. 
I'm out. So anyway, I didn't. Even... Susan went missing, Sha. So maybe this is. No, I never. I didn't say a word to him, and then I realized afterwards that we had kept crossing paths unknowingly. Like. So God was just setting you. I beg. So if, so if this was, if this was a movie, they would cut to a scene where you're buying a, 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 an apple somewhere and he's walking right past behind. You so yes. Sympathy. Or actually, he was watching us twerk. So. <gasps> At the block party, we're badly behaved at that party. I should stop going anywhere with Lola. Very badly behaved. Lola brings out the. I'm not sure about that. Mm. So, <laughs> so, 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 how did you guys finally connect? Did you guys meet at the party or no a mutual friend? Twitter. Twitter, really? Yes. So, so, um, sliding to DMs on Twitter works. He started by helping me out with stuff like random taking my threads and making moments out of it i was once a tech idiot so these things were like oh, you can actually do that and then we realized that we share similar interests we have a weird obsession with death like we're not afraid of death and he would tweet stuff about death and i'll be like oh my god this is so true and the- <laughs> wow judge me not no, I, i'll just like to say that so before Susan is just a bit creepy because before this podcast started, we're talking about 1,000 ways to die. And she was talking about her sister and how her sister giggles at the show. My sister is problematic. But then we were watching it together and Susan was legit giggling when everyone... No, it's a a learned learned reaction. Continue your story about (laughs) death and... Your my sister is creepy too. my sister is creepy she watches 1000 ways 1000 ways to die and giggles I, I find that very problematic okay. yeah, my mom's yeah. interested about relationships that start with social media so obviously did you when you guys started talking did you just like share pictures to know what he looked like or had, I, didn't, had, I didn't want to know actually i enjoyed we it wasn't even a case of oh right off the bat i want to be with this person we started started off as a friendship and i was curious but i always felt like look there's something about him you know, so, like, so, 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 ab- so his twitter uh-huh. handle had no pictures or media yes like- it didn't and i was always afraid he had he had only one picture and it's not a very clear picture so i was always af- afraid that he wasn't good looking mm-hmm. and i didn't want to know because that would have just um i can be very superficial expectations are mm-hmm. like, is this what you look like yes <laughs> and when i now finally clicked that i've seen him before like oh okay yeah. okay well, okay. So, okay so how does it work when you take a social media relationship to the real life so how did how did you guys go about like with the first date did you go somewhere public did you i don't think i should ours was weird because i know people hear this a lot and it's it's sort of cliche for it to be coming out from my mouth shall because I always roll my eyes when I hear people say it. Yeah, I still roll it, my it, eyes. it is what it is, man. But it, it. it was, it felt like me and this person were like meant to be. It just clicked. It just clicked, like literally from not even knowing each other to talking every day. And by the time we finally met, we're inseparable. Yes, sort of. So I feel like everyone who meets on Twitter says this. It's like Ebuka, you know he met his wife on Twitter. Ebuka Abada Slain Banky W's bestie. Oh he met his wife on Twitter. Like he really yeah like it was Twitter. Even um this Praise Jesus I'm not alone. Tools I think her husband once tweeted Tools is my crush and I think that was well I thought they met their mutual friends. Yeah that's what I'm saying. Like he tweeted about her and then you know how like 
somebody's like oh okay cool like but, but like it's so weird but the ebuka one was actually via twitter and every time you go on social media you actually see a lot of people saying oh slid into her dms and now she's my wife to be <laughs> you know, it's so strange like i, I don't so aren't you afraid that maybe you might be catfished or something i don't know I, kind of the, different here yeah, there was a there was a thread going on and where you guys kind of interacted on twitter yeah it was for those mutual people you guys knew so there was a i'm just i'm just putting it out there's a level of comfort that you kind of felt you knew around people mm. around him to know him a little bit right i think i got i relaxed more at first it was i've met amazing people of twitter yeah, not exactly. so not relationships like i've actually my biggest supporters my really good friends i met them off twitter like it's so weird and so for me relationships off twitter is it's we have to have a certain level of caution you know like you don't just show up at, like, you, like there was a story about um tinder some serial killer that was yeah yeah, yeah. i read that story I read that on story. social media going around killing all the girls he was, he was meeting up yeah. but there has to be like i have to know that we have mutual friends and even if if we don't um i think it's safer to see it in a public place and quite frankly i'm not like I, I also tend to do a lot of digging around i guess because there's always like how many degrees of separation mm. anyway so you always so, so you're one of those people that do um, social media stalking mm. like you were, scro- you were scrolling down 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 beyond social you google media. names too and stuff like that beyond i, mm. I do my homework mm-hmm. i do because i'm not trying to end up in someone's freezer so but would you say i'm just i'm just thinking of it like right now would you say twitter is better than something like um instagram because with twitter you get to see people's thoughts versus instagram where you're looking at pictures in terms of somebody sliding into your twitter meeting a significant other sliding into your instagram dm does that tell you maybe somebody twitter means they're more intellectually curious about you while um, instagram is they they care about your looks I feel like it's 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 different for different people. Like I know people that before they would say anything to you, they have to have a certain level of attraction for you. Like we're all physical beings, last last. So <laughs> it could be on Instagram, you may like her captions or her pictures or whatever it is. I don't know. I can't say for Instagram because that's not my reality. But Twitter for me has been. I'm, I think I've met more people off Twitter than Instagram. Because for Twitter, you see that you think like this person, or the things this person associates with are things you're cool with as well. So I don't know. Actually, my colleague at work met her husband on Instagram. See? So it does work for some people. So, like, so some people maybe they are watching your Insta stories and they mm-hmm. think, oh, this person seems fun or cool. Exactly. Like but yeah, the my difference. colleague met her husband through Instagram. So I guess it's whatever works for you, you know yeah i agree totally whatever works for you whether tinder instagram twitter facebook it's all one big dating site last last but see at the end of the day i just feel like but how fast did you go from twitter to whatsapp messages you judge me so i'm not going to share with any of you no there's no judgment here one day one day you got the number right away one day it was like about 48 72 hours it was just hey. <laughs> it was just hey um okay so yeah he didn't even ask me you see how problematic men are like he didn't even ask oh, me men are so annoying. i'm, I'm so i'm telling you i'm so Ugh. overconfident in their abilities just uh-huh. three uh-huh. days of talking to me and next thing you're like oh hey i really enjoy our conversations if you'd like like he literally put it in 
my course like if you'd like to continue this like more of okay i really enjoy our conversations if you want to keep talking then sure give me your number if you don't want to, no no he gave me his number oh, to message him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because in this new me too movement no 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 the man being too forward mm. because that can be seen as problematic now so you always have to ask for consent for everything no i, I remember no, I you're, 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 I remember you're I spoiling somewhere the... and it's so true the person said men are trying to act like they are stupid now if you don't understand the difference between flirting and, and then actually right on assaulting someone <laughs> or pushing them in then you're actually you're, trying to like yes you're you know what you're doing you know so you're there's doing, no even so need this to this is not actually stupid this like, is not the time ask for your number if you don't want to give me then that's fine there's a difference there's a difference between flirting and then full-on being aggressive harassing, harassing a person someone or assaulting no, there's a huge difference saying, oh in this era i mean to we have yeah because before, you know because before you know it you say i was very uncomfortable with the way that's bullshit asked for my number. most so, men yeah, not yeah. most men know when they're they being when they're they being pushy I, I and when like the men who give that as an excuse are probably men who are right along that line <laughs> but what i told is to always I'm ask that you don't have to assume always ask so that's what the guys are doing right now well, yeah, but so i'm just saying it's say, not a oh, good comparison so even if we're going to go with your comparison it could have been oh i really enjoy talking to you if you wouldn't mind could you give me your number if that's something that you're fine with now let me give you an example of what asking for someone's number and making them feel uncomfortable is at work i was in the lift i remember um, mm-hmm. I, I was in the lift then a guy got into the lift into the same lift with me and then he's like oh hello how are you i'm like i'm fine and I'm back on my phone like, i know those i'm fine exactly, that you are struggling to say it i was on my phone so obviously my body language is telling you that leave me alone so then the guy keeps talking oh you're really pretty blah, blah, blah. i'm just like thank you right and then more people get into the lift this is why i say let's not be ridiculous here you know mm-hmm. thing. he now goes can i have your number i say no right mm-hmm. and the rest of the guys what's funny is i was actually the only female in the mm-hmm. lift so this is why i say guys always know he's like can i have your number i'm like no and um so we're the only two black people the rest of the people in the lift were white by the mm-hmm. way i've never met any of these people before and then this guy goes why now that's where the problem is i said i don't want to give you my number i don't want to give you my number I do, you, you know it's, it was not a problem that you asked for my number but why are you, you questioning my own well, why are you not questioning my right to say no. no to you so i said no and literally the other guy said no yeah so i said no and he says why and everyone literally just looks at him like, like who is this crass bush person and i'm so thankful that the rest of them were men because so it wasn't as if i was being, and i'm like want to like entitlement exactly so it's when you start having that entitled feeling of what do you mean by you can't give me your number what do you mean by you don't want to go out on a date with me what do you mean by you know then that is where the problem is so can you ask for a number yes mm. Sh- should you guess the number no and you start making it seem like that's harassment that's, right exactly, there that is harassment so that guy harassed me this was a good teaching moment yes so if you do not understand the meaning of consent or harassment harassment, or flirting this was the easiest example yeah so so like after months i'm just putting months of flirting on instagram so what was the first day was it uh was it lunch was it dinner was it movies what was it 
No, it was breakfast. Breakfast? Oh, that is so cool. I know, right? I always wanted to have breakfast. a breakfast day. It was so weird. Yeah, it was so, so cool. Um, so, uh, for you to have breakfast, does that mean... No, uh, we didn't spend the night. He, he flew to Abuja and had breakfast with me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me slow down. So, so, the, so the guy flew for breakfast and he flew Rolling back. Rolling my eyes. No, he left the next day. The next day, huh? Oh, my God. All right, all right. You know, I always wanted. I remember, like, I saw a meme. Is that how they pronounce it? Meme, meme, whatever. Ooh, anyone goes yeah, yeah, I saw it somewhere, and they were like, "How come no one ever says let's go on a breakfast date?" And I thought, "Yes, that is so cool." We're in our PJs. Okay, of course, this is Nigeria. I say, we can't go in your PJs. Well, you have pancakes and waffles so and sausages, and you just. I think that's. Oh. I think that's called brunch, and people do it every Sunday. Excuse you, people have pancakes for breakfast. Yeah, just jealous. Just a hater. Yeah, hater. Hater. I'm just going to what it is. That was really sweet. No. Wait, so so what is breakfast? Hmm? What is breakfast? I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm saying the scenario I put in for brunch. People have breakfast. They have pancakes for brunch. I'm just like, what? But I want a breakfast date. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always wanted one. I'm sub 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 sub. I'm just subbing. Actually, just like breakfast. Sub somebody. Pick your sub. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that was really sweet. Yeah, it was. It was. But Where yeah. Where have breakfast? Somewhere in Abuja. Somewhere. Did was you make this breakfast? Okay. No, no, no. It was a coffee. Oh God, no. It was a coffee shop like that in. Was it Mintama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people are doing moving in this Nigeria. Oh. Taking flights from Lagos to Abuja. Oh, God. Yes, yes. It's not always. I'm. It's. It's never always future. Um, so I would really like to say, you know, because not that you were anti-relationships. I was not, never anti-relationships. Not, not that you were, okay. but you were very vocal about how, you know, relationships could be trash. So now that you're in one, first of all, how does it feel or what does this kind of negate the things that you thought never. before? Never. And also, secondly, because she hasn't said it here, she's actually in a long distance relationship. So how does that work out for you? Because they're both in Nigeria, but you know clearly you can hear they're flying and, across states and things like and that. And if you listen to the last podcast, I clearly gave quality advice to um, people in long distance relationships. So Ooh, that's so listen oh, to that. That's so weird. You actually did. Yeah. So how do you also make it work? You know. So just. I think for starters, long distance relationships are not easy. Like they are really hard. I agree. They're so hard. No, I don't mean surely with Chevron. No, that's okay. fine. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting it out. There. I meant I agree. I think. Yeah, I'm just putting. In case you think that counts as as oh, long distance, no. I'm just reminding you it's not. Okay. But they're really difficult, and I'm also still a traveler. I I can't sit in one place, and the great part is he's a traveler as well. That's why we'll never. Like I realized over the weekend that we will never ever. <laughs> Like, there's a possibility that as people, we may never actually have the same base. Work, hobbies, and stuff like that would always have us in different parts of the world at different times. So, well, for starters, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not a... Oh, my gosh, blushing. I'm not blushing. I'm just saying that I'm not... Just because I've been dating someone for a few months doesn't mean I have, I I can give advice on long distance. Are you guys doing a lot of FaceTime? Um, funny thing, no, not really. What we do though is that we talk every day. Mm. 
mm-hmm. which is a lot of work for some people. But I, the only times we've probably not spoken is when we're fighting, and this was a case of I'm I'm throwing a tantrum. I'm not talking to you. Okay. I'm ignoring you on purpose, which is a really bad. I'm learning not to be a tantrum thrower. Not a tantrum thrower, but to I'm learning not to block people out when I'm obsessed with them. I have a tendency of doing that. Yeah, you just answer them. Still let them know that exactly so yeah, so you I, don't I, FaceTime I, a lot. Do you send pictures every day? I'm trying to tick off all the things that Sus gave as advice and no, how, no, how, no, how no, practical. But you see, that's the thing. We 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 tend to give these advice based on our own experiences mm-hmm. and not putting into consideration that people are different, their dynamics yeah. are very different. I know couples who don't talk every day, I know couples who never speak on the phone. Who never speak on the phone. I know couples who basically chat all day and some people who can't even stand to answer like it it differs for different people but for us what we've we we've tried to be very conscious about is communication Mm -hmm. however however the medium of communication we try as much as possible whether it's social media media, we're sharing parts of our days sharing the highs the lows but we tried as much as possible and we try not to be one thing in particular i've learned is don't text when you're upset don't text through the tough times because there's a tendency of misreading or so what we try to do is when those difficulties arise we talk through them so again it goes back to communication making time out i know that there are days that it gets so busy i barely hear from him through the day but at the end of those days we spend really quality time together and I think the best part of long distance relationships is just knowing that, oh my God, this person is coming back at this particular time. I'm going to see this person at this particular time. And that's one of my advice. Always set the next date yes. when you guys are always going to see each other next, right? It's, it's so exciting. It's like you have a personal countdown going on. <laughs> and it's amazing. After those long weekends together, I'm literally coasting on a high for a while. That Susan is so giggly. I'm not giggly. Can you guys not stop? Can you guys stop? I'm just... Look, it's it's nice to have somebody who understands your quirks. And it's the most people would think is dysfunctional, but <laughs> we're very Whatever works for you, dysfunctional works for you, pair, boo. but yeah. <laughs> Whatever works exactly. for you. Exactly. And I'll still say, you know, as I said, we are very visual beings. So that video Mm. messaging pictures you know, that's pictures you know that's you know random videos what random videos on the day. exactly those things um you know they help to keep connected yeah they do and oh I, I don't even know we've never had a problem with communication so i don't know and um like both people both me and him we have different strengths he's not a great communicator when compared to me but yeah so i Yes, who balance it out. Um, he's a calmer person. Like when it comes to reactions, he's very calm. So that on it on sort of rubs off on me. So I'm less reactionary because I'm very. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's just yeah. So, so travel and love. I would say it's. I still enjoy my solo trips. I really look forward to my solo trips, but once in a while, it's nice to have company. It's nice to make memories with somebody else. But at the end of the day, I'm learning that in whatever relationship, because there's something I learned recently that how we how we we are, it's different with different people. 
how I am with you Lola is in the same way I'll probably be with another friend of mine. Yeah. It's so once in a while, just enjoy the solitude. Stay on your own. Have it's I don't I feel like a hypocrite. Yeah, that's fine. Question. Hmm? Did, did you guys ever have the body count discussion? And what do you think about God forbid. And what do you, what do you think about what do you think I about it? I would not even be dating him if he even brought up that kind of conversation. Like what what why do you want are you are you a pussy meter? Like what do you want to use my body count? Have I asked you for your body counts? Have no 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 I'm just imagining having that kind of I would just be like if he asked me like wow and that's how wow I'm blocking <laughs> that, I, I, how are you even entertaining such a conversation? So you think it's a subject not to even be broached? How are you bro- sex is sex. Like see that's at the end of the day is hang with people like you. I cannot imagine someone asking me about body counts. Okay, if 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 let's say in the circle that you guys are with and you've been with maybe somebody within you guys self you guys interact you with do you tell him or you don't tell him funny thing is that we laugh about the people we've been with oh, it's so it's so random it's just like oh it's like he could be, we'll be chatting about something and like oh, not even chatting or just talking and someone is like he mentioned somebody and then <laughs> i have this and then he's like why are you giggling no not giggling i have that eye like okay it's like wow him really and that's the end of it or somebody so so you so you so you do mention it it's, it's not that's the thing if we don't sit and say yeah bring pen I, and I, paper i get what she's saying like if i have list, list all of them because if 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 the like conversation pops said, up pops up yes there, it's, it's not a big deal how many people it's exactly and i've also had people that i know that he's been with and i'm like hmm uncle daddy like only you it's, it's a joke yeah, but but does that shape your does that shape of what you think of him based on say okay you say okay that person looks that way and that person looks totally different than me or that person kind of looks like no me he has a type stuff like that so yes so anybody he's been with kind of looks like you no not looks like me but i know that my boyfriend has he a type i know his type and when the person is out of that type like that bracket i'm like hmm i wonder why yeah, but he never just something yet because there'll always be something or a reason why or exactly even people, but he, people they are ashamed of it. but it never like it never stays past that moment in my head like i, I can't why are we having this kind of conversation like it doesn't make any sense like have me sitting down and having that conversation with a significant other like oh so why do you sleep with this person like because it's hot for his heart or something. Oh, because sex is normal. Finish. Oh, so, so for you, it doesn't matter like who your partner has been with or mm. whatever. I mean, like if you know, you know. If it comes up, it comes up. But it's not gonna determine like how you think. Because I know some people, they kind of start freaking out like, oh, but that girl, you know, she's so this or she's so that. But for me, I'm usually like, you know what? The heart wants what the heart wants, and if that's the person, the person wanted at that point. I think for me, the most important thing was your past relationships, because I'm not. I wanted to know what past relationships were like, because as much as we do not like to admit it, we are emotionally shaped by our experiences. Yeah, so you want to know if there was an awful relationship or something, so you kind of know what you're getting into. No, just to. Are you a? I know we say, oh, okay, this is you, this is your present, this is. I don't want surprises. Like I'm, I'm very. Are you a woman, bitter? <laughs> those are things that I, I do my homework and I don't expect yeah. you to tell me 
some of these yeah. things i would do my homework right but i also would like you to be open to bring the truth to the table i want to know who you were with why didn't it work out like it's basically me knowing you yeah, okay, better. Yeah, okay, I get it. It's but not necessarily. It's, 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 it's not necessarily a sly way of knowing the body count. No, no, no. I get what you're no. saying. It's not a okay. I used to date Lagbaja. It's oh yeah, there was this girl I used to date, but it didn't work out because. And this yeah. is how so this you, left me, or this exactly, is how I left that exactly, person. So I get it. It's not actually knowing the exact person that he. It's just okay. There was a relationship that happened. I thought we we're gonna get married, but blah blah blah, or she cheated on me. So you're also. You're all, you also know that, okay, this guy might be very weird about me having, like, male friends because he's always going to think that I'm cheating on him because of what his ex did, things like that. Or, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Have you ever guys heard the theory of, like, you know, why some guys are, you know, boobs guy and why some guys are um, ass guys? You know why? Wow. I have no idea. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a... <laughs> when guys are young right a guy that's usually confident when he was much um younger mm-hmm. and usually looking at women at the face right? Value. wow right so they're more in tune with the facial boobs right while the, the guy that was more timid this. more shy usually look down to the floor, right? Talking so in his eye level, he wow. comes more enamored with you know hips the and, and wow. stuff like that. Wow, yeah. Yeah. this so is how, news to me. This is how, I never heard about it. Yeah, this me, is how guys become you know, boobs guy or become um, 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 booty guys. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this your relationship. Wow. Okay. Can we move away from this man? I'm turning oh, red in the face. Yeah, okay. I, I like no, funny. stop. Because I'm, I'm not. I never talk about this. Like, I'm, I know. I probably never even. I, my friends don't even know I'm dating. I know. I know because you know. I'm just. They just keep. They keep teasing me. Oh my god, you're still single. I'm like, okay, yes, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. I'm so trying. if you're listening now, they know. But do you think this is like for the long haul in okay. your mind? It might not end no, up being. Yeah, that's not. That's that's, that's an unfair question to ask. It's just how you feel. Like sometimes, I'm very comfortable with him. I can be for me before I. She's a girl. Before I started dating him, the very the things that I wanted out of a relationship, the three most important things for me. The first was, um, freedom to be myself. I'm not. I can be very quirky. I can. I have my, you know, but. It was number one was freedom to be myself, like just to be authentic. I never wanted to have to pretend to be somebody I was not. And the second one was equanimity, like I want peace. <laughs> like I literally do not want my mental energies fucked with, or I just wanted peace. And lastly was just to be loved and love wholeheartedly without having to hold back. And with this, I have all three. We have our our challenges, as but always. as always, but. I can do forever with him, though. Now, 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 this is the ultimate test of trust. Wow. Can okay. he tie you up and let leave the bedroom for like 10 minutes and you feel okay? Is he a bastard? Where is he going? No, it's a case of Uncle 10 minutes is a long time if I'm wet and waiting. Like, I would fucking kill you for you to tie me up. I'm not even... I'm, I'm okay, PG. PG again. PG again. But... but I'm just saying, yeah. ten minutes is a long time. Let's let's not do that to each other. That's fine. That's so, touch. But you're comfortable being tied up. Yes, by him. Yes. 
Okay, so that's so that's that's that's, that's the strong. No, no, I'm trying to establish a level of trust. So I'm yeah. saying that that's the highest level of trust. Really? Yes, because at that point in time, you're helpless, right? You're tied up. You can't do anything, right? You are. Are the persons no. real? Yes, you can, you can, you are the persons. That's um, the most exciting part of anything. I'm sorry. The definition of trust is being tied. Okay. Yeah. So it's a big, yeah. <laughs> something different. I'm, I'm not very sure why tying somebody up is just level of. Um, you know. Let's let's leave it as that. Let's not Let's not take a level of trust. His peak of trust, right? Honestly, I'm sure. You, you, you don't do that unless you're very, very comfortable with somebody, yes? I think that you should be careful who you're tying up because if it's someone who's been through trauma... Yeah, this thing like is different from different people. Yeah. Thing, it it's just, just you're triggering trauma. You're triggering trauma. Exactly. What, kind of, what kind of trauma would you be triggering with somebody that they, did they go to war and they were... Really? Really? Are you for real? Are you really? for real? Victims, there are a lot... So let's not even. You could get kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. You have, it could be anything. It could be some weird, or even something as random as a freak accident. Yeah, being, it could literally be anything. Being helpless triggers mm, stuff. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, true, true, true. But I'm saying that okay, even if somebody has been through that, and the person now gets that level of comfort, they even let you go there again with them. Obviously, that's the ultimate trust. You know, I'm saying. But my point. No, what I'm saying is, it doesn't necessarily connote. Is that the well, word? Trust, so like you trust the person, for but if something triggers, it triggers. That's just yeah. There's nothing about like this. It. It's, it's, it's a psychological like reaction. Psychological. Yeah, yeah. Well, my point is just that if you know you have this kind of post-traumatic tr- stress, right, and you are willing to go, because it's not like the person's going to tackle you all of a sudden and say, "Ah, oh, I'm tying you down." No, right? That's you ag- not you agree how it to works. It. It's like you agree to it. So for the person to be at that state of mind, the ultra of this. You know, I've yeah. been through all this. I'm going to let you do this to me. Obviously, you yeah. guys have reached a level of, of course, um, but so this person of, of being in it. sync. But then you mentioned leaving the person for ten minutes. No, that's why you have safe words so, now. No, what I'm saying is, ten you minutes know, is a long time. It's easy for you to agree to something, and then suddenly you're in it, and but ten minutes was arbitrary. Know. Sorry, I'm, I'm not even know. saying ten minutes. Like, so imagine. I trust someone enough, I allow them to tie me up. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's cool, we're fine. He's never going to, you know, hurt mm-hmm. me or whatever. But then in that moment of being tied up, triggers. Triggers. Yeah, you guys have discussed already now. That's why you have safe words, right? You can be, I don't think he's getting what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. saying but I think he's, he's, he's just having well. his yeah. piece no, of trust is letting somebody tie him up. No, <laughs> No, I have tied him up before and left him for 10 minutes. Lola, what did you do? What did you do, Lola? I think it's time to jump to the jury. I think it's time to jump to the jury. Jury of the day, so this well, goes. Well, you have a jury of the wow. Yeah, <laughs> so jury of the server. Oh my, yeah. I hate, I hate those yeah. questions on this, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Let's go. Do I need help? On hope, hello, Jero. I hope you are good. Please hide my identity. As always. I want to ask you and your followers a question. Let me summarize what's happening in my life so you guys can understand. My husband doesn't take care of me. He doesn't give me money. He doesn't pay rent. We live in a family house, which I hate. We split tuition fee for our son, cost of running the house, and every other thing. And this, he managed to do the things he's meant to do. He wants me to applaud him. 
He asked me for money, which I used to give him at will until I realized the kind of person he is. Paying back is always a problem. And when he pays, he does it in bits, which I don't end up doing anything meaningful with. Currently, he's owing me and no plans of paying. And when he does, he maybe acts as if he's giving me. Monitors my salary. And sometimes I do retirement on top of my hard-earned money for him. When I saw he didn't have plans to buy me a car, I saved up to 80% and he added 20% and bought a car. That period, I spent more than what he gave me. 20% in buying new tires. I know who this is. Plus running the house. So he sold his car when mine arrived. Now we're back to sharing one car. Mind you, when I was saving for this car, he was always running home to report his to his family that I'm selfish. I don't spend money in the house again. Now to my question. I can't stand my husband touching me. I don't enjoy love making with him anymore. It's, it is safe to say I hate him. Is this normal? She's you people risk. think I need help. Please be gentle with the reply. First, I'm stressed okay. mentally. Thank you. First of all, Susan knows this person. No, this is a typical <laughs> mommy's boy. Clearly, they're living in his family house. Does he have a job? Well, Probably doesn't. Have, I, we don't know if she means like the other family members are living there or like no, it's inherited family. Family oh, house, clearly. Look, this is a typical mommy's boy. There's one where the parents have to be sending them food to their quarter or side of the house. Does, let's ask major questions. Does he have a job? And what she's feeling is only normal. It's resentment. When somebody doesn't meet needs. Girl, resentment is a hell of a feeling. Yeah, like, that's what starts. Like, why are you touching me? You have not put food on the table. Why the fuck do you want to get into my pants? Okay, I don't know. I don't know what you guys heard, but I, what I read, I feel a little bit different than this. Now, you guys come to say you guys want equality. You guys want, you, guys want okay, a par- you guys want a partnership. Mm-hmm. So they are splitting things. They are splitting the rent. But do you see, has he come up with his part? Yes, she said. No, she just said that he was borrowing money, money, money from her. Equality is so also that they should have gone 50-50 on that car that she bought. But, but she she saved, and then he sold his car afterwards. That's not equality. Use money for the kids. That's a fucking typical fuck boy. And equality means that he will pay her back her money, not grudgingly, but happily because I borrowed money from you. Here's your money That's back. That's not your husband and wife be borrowing money to each other. Is it my is it my money, your money? Clearly when he has yes. no money to bring oh, 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 to the oh, table. If 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 if, if this was oh, if, I mean he's monitoring if, her salary if, for crying if, out. If now. this was turned the other way around. This would be normal. No. If, if if the man was the woman, there would not be the question asked here. No, but do you see where we qu- said... There would be a question asked. Like, if you want to Patrick, Patrick with your chest. As in, I don't like, like that. Please, you cannot be asking feminists. Okay. So, so first of all, I feel like there's a difference, and I, I've said this a couple of times, there's a difference between borrow me money and give me money. If I ask my husband to give me money, of course I'm not going to give you the money back. Are you joking? If I ask you to borrow me money, I'll actually attempt to pay you back. I know a lot of couples who pay each other back especially if it's based on the borrow me money like mm-hmm. borrow i'm supposed to be careful with your words so i will never say borrow me money when i have no intention <laughs> of paying you back say give me money and i will collect that money now also if my husband gives me money or from his own free will why am i paying you back but i think the, the question here is she she's what she the question she, she asks no no she doesn't ask what she, she said that is this normal the thing she's feeling about her husband mm-hmm. is very normal when like i said resentment forms when needs aren't being met 
To me, that shows how money is. Like, like they say, finance is the number one, is the number one um, cause of divorce in most marriages. Mm. So money, after put it all together, is all about the money. And my own point is still this: most of what she's saying here, if the man was doing it, there's no discussion here, nothing to be had. So what's the? So you can't split. You can't split the rent, and you guys live in the she's same place. She's not complaining you can't about sp- that. She's complaining about no, it. You can't split tuition. Said, no, no. She said that we agreed. Read it again. She said we agreed to split the children's tuition, meaning that she said, "Okay, fine, I will split this as well." And she's doing her part. Uncle isn't doing his part. I, that's what I heard. Except I'm hearing different. Please read through it. We agreed. So there was an agreement. So is she right or is she right? I don't know. You know why I like that Sudan is here? If Thank it was you. just me, so that means we like, agree. No, this, that. I want to tell us, no, you're twisting it to your own uh, something. Uh, so she said, to fit your narrative. Uh, uh, thank you. He will argue it out. But now Sudan is here. And yeah. she we agreed 50 50 of everything. So this woman Rubbish. is willing to play the equality card she's willing but nigga bring your own parts don't be borrowing my money to bring your to, it doesn't make i'm sorry but that that nigga is a typical lagos fuckboy who mm. has been stuck with living with mommy and daddy and now he's unable my, my, my thing to is, carry his responsibilities I think this is the reverse of it it's because he, okay, because you guys want i hear all the stories of when the woman is making more and they say the man's uncomfortable with the woman making more and all that kind of stuff and 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 um and becomes a problem but this shows the issue that when the woman is making more apparently than the man how is, do you know she's making more you're you're making this this is an assumption there was never a place where both of them or where she was making more or she's making more she's making more money she said she's giving him money she's borrowing money right so and he's from the from the um, male at least he gets money in from time to time not as much as her so she's in the, she's Does in the he upper hand she's making much yes he has a job how from, do you know he has a he has, job he has, if he has, he's he not bringing this part of this he's bringing, he's bringing this part but he's not bringing as much as she is no so, no no if you agree the point i'm trying to drive from okay, is this please. we can see that the dynamics that happens when a woman is making more That's that now true. she is by her making more she doesn't even want to have sex with her husband but that's not what that story told that's not what that story was that's that's not what that story portrayed it's a case of you carrying more much more baggage than you had agreed to and the other person does not even have the decency to bring his part to the table but still expects you to continue with your responsibilities to your family and to him and literally just keep slaving away. It, look, that, that, isn't that what most men do all the time with no thanks from anybody? So when the woman is doing that, why 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 is it uh why is it big news? Is that okay? That's what men do all the is time. It, like, is it's it's is it okay? Is that okay? Exactly. We're not saying that it's okay for men to do all the work and not get, say. But you see, that's the one thing we've not even said. That's, no, nobody has said With that. Every, and that's why I said the good people. And I'm I sorry. Know constantly say thank you to them. Exactly. Because, thank you for doing this. Thank but you for still, not, it's not even you. about. It's still the fact that with every marriage, the dynamics that's are different. different. If both of us are working and we're bringing money into our general purse, it's only fair that both of us also work on the house as well. But on this hand, clearly, both of them are bringing money to the general post. And uncle, one only one person. Oh, both well, of them agreed. No, let's use this example because this was one of our, I think we discussed this, where 
there's a woman who is making seven fifty, right? And the guy's a teacher who is making sixty thousand, right? Mm-hmm. In that kind of relationship, seven fifty, six thousand. We know the cost of things, right? In that relationship, who's going to be spending the bulk money? You're not telling her the full story. What's the full story again? One and seven fifty, one and sixty. Mm-hmm. The question is, who should move? Ah, the person that is any less now. Exactly. Why should he move? Because she can be responsible for, for the family. And this dynamic is different from this one that we just same, read. I'm just saying it, it could be the same thing here it's because not, but what happens is that he's making. It could thank you, but it's not. But if somebody's making that kind of dynamic, he's seven fifty, she's sixty, you and you know how much she's making. It was never brought she up in the conversation. A little money, but she's suffering. You know, it could like, even be. This could, if you ask me, this is what it is. This nigger is a contractor. She has a stable job. Her so it's when he has money that he brings money. Exactly. So she might not even be making a lot of money. Money. Like that. So just, because she has money. It's a constant cash flow. Yes. Assumptions. And be cooling. So I said that oh, this is only a problem because he's not thankful enough, or what's what's the really, problem? Really, which one? Which, so which one are you talking about? You can't see the problem. No, because wait, is it, my, my mom says that she wants thanks okay, what's, for what's providing. Okay, what's your problem with her? My, 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 I'm not having a problem with her. Okay, no, but, but what's I'm, your problem with the story? Then? I'm just trying to point out to people out there where they make it seem like it's the man that has such a big issue when the woman is doing more or raking in more money and stuff like that. We can see that it actually has also an effect on the woman where women also when they are making more when they are quote-unquote maybe the provider seat that also that's sexually even unattractive it's, it's to funny. them it's just so funny that I they're think. not ready to let go of control because if you ask me the person who he, he feels like he's not in control, he's not in control which but is why he this feels is, like he should be selling his car no no i mean i'm not even there i was talking about um sources um so analysis I feel. Go I feel like she resents the guy it might not necessarily be not it might not be because he's not saying thank you but you know there's a way that doing everything there's a way where you're the one doing everything for your family but you still don't feel horrible about it maybe it's because you're getting enough help from your partner you know your partner tries to make things as comfortable as possible do you mm-hmm. get what i'm saying i mean it's like how the prime minister of new zealand or wherever she's the prime minister and her husband you know resigned so he could stay at home and mm-hmm. things like that i feel like it's always about attitude and things like that so there's a way where i'm paying for everything in the house i might not necessarily ever get like a thank you as in verbal thank you do you get what i'm saying but you come home nobody is you feel like your you're being know. matched with your input. Your inputs are being matched. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, oh, yes, madam. Thank, thank you, you very for, much. Exactly. Oh. It's just the way things happen. Like, so you come home, nobody is maybe shouting on you about, oh, see what time you're coming home. Don't you know that you have a family? Or even in her case, or, it's as simple as I saved money to buy this car. Like, let me give you, I saved money to buy this car, right? 80% of it. You brought 20. I'm so grateful for this. But then you go and sell your own car, making us now rely on one just car. this one car. Exactly. So Something that like should this. have been mine. So, Do you see how I'm... So, exactly. So I feel uh, uh, if there was no reasonable and if there was no good enough reason for him to have sold the car. So I don't feel like her resentment is because she's doing all the work. Or mo- it's just a dynamic I'm, thing. She's I'm, not I'm, feeling I'm hearing a lot of I and mine 
I thought marriage was we. Oh, please, can us. we stop all of this? Even in partnership, there's individuality. Like everybody has their own please. car. Please. It's not even, I have, it's not even a matter of we car. We have seen regular marriages where the husband will say, the, um, where the wife will even say, oh, this is my husband's car. And this is this my, is my like let's not do this thing as if once you're in a partnership you lose it's your individuality you, know, you no longer have when you get married so please can we, we be serious let's stop it like so to become one yes but it doesn't mean that you now lose your individuality and this is where issues in marriages come up because you feel like you're having to now become something that your husband Look, says you should be okay so that means your phone is our phone now one day take my phone to work and let me take your own phone to work that's what no but i feel like her her reaction is only normal it's just it's a normal psychological reaction this woman is carrying the the what's it called i think she's just angry she just feels like things are not it's not it's just it's normal thank you thing i think it's just it's just a case of what are we saying there are cases about men who are the breadwinners of the family the wife is not working and as time goes on they start to complain oh i come home she has not cooked dinner oh i come home i'm she's doing the most work oh, and home. she's the children she has no resentment is normal when home. you she feel like children, exactly or she cannot even take the children to school things i have to do this i have to do this i have to do that about getting thank you it's the pressure of giving and taking she feels like she's just giving 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 i mean i've heard so many stories about men complaining that their wives did they don't do anything and they have to do everything like and that's even when they have control and over the power the, the power dynamics exactly, and all and they still complain so sometimes it's not about it's just about doing everything well, being responsible for my, everything my last words are this <laughs> he, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing i beg you <laughs> no one goes <laughs> my way <laughs> <laughs> come to the end of another podcast um susan give, uh, give paul your social media handle so they can follow you no don't follow you before <laughs> you have love good stuff i've on, said very um, bad things okay but you can visit her website okay actually you could follow on twitter it is waka waka at waka underscore waka chronicles oh no am i mixing it up sorry yes, forgive me are. yes instagram. on instagram actually it is waka underscore waka chronicles and on twitter it is waka underscore waka tweets ah yes and the website is wakawaka chronicles.com that's about it great thank, thank you thank you i think this was uh, i think this is one of the of the real pods we had for in a minute anyway f- to follow us uh social media is good bad gang on instagram twitter and in all other social media platform uh subscribe on um itunes and soundcloud please leave a comment we like hearing from you we love that you guys were very yeah. vocal about the previous episode on mental health we, we like to see that kind of you know um, conversation on every podcast that we do we'll always reply we'll always talk to you let's just and keep tell it going. a friend to tell a friend and please wait give us stars on itunes so that we can move up thank you spread good vibes yeah, stop stop begging I'm begging you, know, there's no shame in begging. Even what's her name, Ellen DeGeneres still promoting Instagram. Who am I not? If your girl look good and she never boring, then you know that I really got vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that I really got vibe. If your man didn't love you real good in a bed, then you know that I really got vibe.
I'm a give you full satisfaction, my girl. Then you know that I'm.